Oh, yeah. Whatever day this is. Let's go neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling. What you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Hey, friends. DC Matthews at the DC Matthews here. Welcome back uh, to Buy the Book, the Tournament of Nerdiness. This is episode 27. My goodness. Um, when will it end? When will this dream of dreams, this nightmare of nightmares, depending on your point of view, end? Uh, not today. Uh, this is the third round proper of the Tournament of Nerdiness. We are taking the terrific 256, and we are uh, narrowing it down to the wonderful 128. Uh, last episode, we did two pages of what are going to be 16 total. Uh, so I don't know how much we'll get through. I'm trying to keep my eyes off the clock. I'm trying to actually just let the tournament... Uh, unfold and give proper time and respect to the brackets as I feel they need to be, and we'll stop when we stop, and we'll be done when we're done. Uh, so buckle in. I'm ready to start. Hopefully you are too. Let's begin. Hakushi versus Dave Sullivan. Hakushi got here, just in case you're curious, by defeating Savio Vega and Tajiri, uh, Dave Sullivan defeated Vern Gagne and Bobby Fulton of the Fantastics. Uh, Hakushi, without question. Definitely my favorite part of 1995. One of, definitely my favorite part of 1995 in terms of uh, the WWF. Hakushi was great. Could he have been greater? Sure. It, it, again, it would have been nice if the light heavyweight title had existed then whether or not he met the weight limit for it. Uh, I love me some Hakushi. So he easily advances over Evad Sullivan. Uh, and then I've got Abe Knuckleball Schwartz and Adam Baum. Um, again, you know, in the last episode, we were doing some just epic matchups, Mr. Perfect versus Ted DiBiase uh, and others that I can't remember. Uh, Eugene versus Gangrel. Not quite the same. Um, and then we've got the baseball player who was around for like one or two weeks and Adam Bomb, who Adam Bomb's going to win childhood favorite, loved the eyes. You know, I think Adam Bomb was who taught me that you could get different colored contacts. I didn't know that. So when I first saw Adam Bomb, I was just like, oh, my God, what's going on with his eyes? He really was radiated as a child. Poor baby. And then I figured it out. Um, so Adam Bomb wins. Uh, moving on. I don't think there's anything else to say about that one. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page versus Finley. Now, I assume this is Fit Finley, not the Belfast Bruiser, because I think I called him the Belfast Bruiser. Um, not that they're vastly different. This is more WWE Finley. I love Finley. Finley's going to win regardless. DDP, very good. 
but again, if we're talking about our quest for joy, Finley's one of my favorites. I love that kind of smash mouth in your face. Can be funny, but will you know brawl with the best of them? Can be technical. Just he checks a lot of boxes for me. So Finley gets the win. Oh, ooh, great matchup of two big men: Sid Vicious versus Crush. Uh, I didn't distinguish, I don't think, between babyface purple Kona crush and heel uh, Yokozuna sympathizer crush. Uh, But I like crush in both of those gimmicks. The heel usually winds up being better than the babyface. But I'm giving it to Sid. Sid, this is... Unless Psycho Sid is on here, this might be Sid's only time in this tournament. And Sid, like... He was so organically popular. And yeah, he won a couple world titles, but he could have been bigger than he was. Because whether it was in WCW or the NWA, whatever you want to call it, it was, or in the WWF, he was like the, the reaction Sid got was off the charts. So Sid gets the win. Ooh, tough one here. We're going to need to talk this one out. Andre the Giant versus Hollywood Hogan. Andre wrestled Ricochet and low-key, sadly not in a handicap match. Um, Hollywood Hogan defeated Rip Rogers and then The Undertaker. So Hollywood had a tougher road to get where he got. This is tricky because you love Andre, um, but my even going back and renting the Coliseum videos and sitting on the living room floor of my grandmother's trailer, um, you know, by WrestleMania three, even like Andre was in no good shape, the very end of his career. Um, then it was the princess bride and it was sadly, he was probably the first wrestler I remember knowing that died. Like when he passed away, I was probably just starting to watch wrestling. Um, so that might've been the first one. So, you know, great memories, love Andre, but I can't say I'm very well versed. Hollywood Hogan, on the other hand, completely flipped the script, took everything I hated because I hated Hulk Hogan because Hulk Hogan screwed over Bret Hart. He screwed my hero. He became the champion. I was so happy when he lost in King of the Ring with the fake camera Harvey Whippleman dressed up I think as a cameraman and then he went to WCW yeah the Dungeon of Doom stuff was funny but I've never been a fan of the red and yellow it's just the the time I came up and who I happened to like so when he turned heel and then totally changed and became Hollywood Hulk Hogan you know you have to like that or I did I found myself liking him you know not a lot at first but yeah I tended to like I think I gotta give Hollywood the win over Andre, just because of, you know, I was there, I was watching in that time period, um, and then I've seen it now in hindsight, and it's just such a departure for that character. So yeah, Hollywood Hogan, crazily enough, makes it to the wonderful 128. I feel a little nauseous saying that, but it's true. Um, And then we've got Minoru Suzuki versus Doug Williams. I like Doug Williams. Doug Williams is great. Uh, But Minoru Suzuki, man, everything about that guy is just awesome. From his social media presence to the way he is in the ring to the Kazi Ni Nare, the fantastic song. Yeah, Minoru Suzuki gets the win without question over Doug Williams. Um, 
tough. You know, I talk about recency bias versus nostalgia bias in the last episode. Well, this is it in, you know, in droves. Uh, Tatanka, probably my first favorite wrestler. I remember doing the Tatanka war dance around this big rock we had out in the fields of our playground. I don't know why it was a good idea to have this giant rock where you could climb on it and fall or fall into it and hurt yourself. But either way. Uh, But then it's Keith Lee. And Keith Lee's great. And we're just scratching the surface of what Keith Lee can do. So I'm giving it to Keith Lee. Because, you know, I think I'm watching, you know, in watching Tatanka's career, he wasn't great. He was a solid hand, um, to use kind of that list the list reference. Um, But I think in 20 years, if I come back and watch Keith Lee, I'll still like him quite a lot. I watch Tatanka now, and it's less exciting for me. So Keith Lee gets the win. And then we've got, ooh, another very tough one for me. Mr. Bob Backlund versus Big E Langston. Not Big E Langston. This is Big E. This is New Day Big E. Now, the temptation... Let's just admit it. Let's just call it like we see it. The temptation is to give the win to Big E just on the surface because Big E versus Keith Lee is that Haas matchup that you know I dream about. But. But. Talking about Hollywood Hogan and that complete change of character, you know how much I love that. I love seeing a wrestler go in a completely different direction and have success with a completely different gimmick. Bob Backlund went from being Opie, this, you know, goody two-shoes, clean-cut, drink-your-milk sort of babyface, and then he becomes this crazy, super eloquent, you know, talking about the ills in society and attacking people with the chicken wing and it's just so good it really is so good now you can make the argument that Big E went from being Big E Langston never smiled serious face gotta have five and now he's a complete goofball and everyone loves him you could talk about that that's a departure So the question comes down to joy. They both bring me a lot of joy. Did Mr. Bob Backlund bring me joy when he defeated Bret Hart for the title? This is so tough. This is a really tough one. Might be the toughest one I've done yet. And I did Mr. Perfect versus Ted DiBiase, but I had time to think about that ahead of time. I'm unprepared for this one. You know what I'm going to do? Haven't done this in a while. Wasn't sure I was going to do it at all. But I'm stuck. So once more, I turn to the besties. I turn to you, my darlings, because I can't make this decision. I love them both. You may think I should have given you the chance to choose between Mr. Perfect and Ted DiBiase, but nay, nay, I made that decision. I am stuck here. So this bestie vote, Mr. Bob Backlund or Big E. Consider all the factors. 
try to think about everything I said. I'm guessing Big E wins just because, again, some of you besties weren't around for Mr. Backland era. I'm willing to accept that. I made the cases as best I could. I now turn to you. Who should win, Mr. Bob Backland or Big E? So, page three of the tournament is complete. Hakushi versus Adam Bomb. Finley versus Sid Vicious. What a match. Hollywood Hogan versus Minoru Suzuki. Oh, man, that would be so fun. Uh, and then Keith Lee will face either Mr. Bob Backlund or Big E. But you have to promise me, besties, do not make your decision solely because you want to see Keith Lee wrestle Big E. We know we want to see that, and we know deep down we are probably going to see that match at some point in time. Don't make your decision based on that. Make it based on Bob Backlund, Mr. Bob Backlund, versus Big E. Promise me that, besties. Thank you. All right. We turn to page four. Bradshaw versus Yuji Nagata. I'm watching Bradshaw now in 98. I don't know how he didn't become Intercontinental Champion. Like, he had a great... They were pushing him for a while. Now he's being goofy with Takemichinoku, which I also like. Giving the win to Bradshaw. Like Yuji Nagata, just fine. But giving the win to Bradshaw. Tough. Tough, tough, tough coming up. King... Corbin versus Ric Flair. Uh, the Jeremy Roll came into effect. The Black Scorpion got rid of Disco Inferno and Kaz Hayashi. Ric Flair is here. He's wrestling King Corbin. Oh, I like King Corbin. I'll give it to Flair. I'll give it to Flair. He belongs here. He really should make it. It's not my fault I missed so much of his greatest years. Um, I'll give it to Ric Flair. But King Corbin puts up a heck of a fight. I will say that. King Corbin puts up a heck of a fight. Um, but Jeremy, Brandon, anybody, Glenn, anybody, you win. I surrender. Ric Flair wins. He'll keep going. He's going to wrestle Bradshaw. Probably will win him, beat that one too. No promises after that. Actually, no promises even up to that. I might fall so in love with Bradshaw in the however long it'll take me to get to the fourth round uh, that you know that he'll beat Ric Flair. But I concede. I concede. Uh, Nikita Koloff versus the British Bulldog. That is no question to me. Uh, that is just a fact that I am a WWF guy. I wasn't an NWA guy, so I am only watching Nikita Koloff in hindsight, whereas I've watched the British Bulldog since I was a kid. And have enjoyed him most of the time. So the Bulldog wins. And then Pentagon Jr. versus Ricky Steamboat. I give it to Steamboat. That would be a great match. That would be a great feud. I bet Pentagon would do the arm breaker thing. Ricky would be out for a while. He'd come back maybe with his arm in a sling. Pentagon would come out to make fun of him. We'd realize that Ricky Steamboat wasn't actually hurt. He was just faking it. He attacks it. It'd be good. It'd be good. It'd be good. Ricky Steamboat wins. Um, a great matchup that we could see and probably have seen in the past. Seth Rollins versus Roderick Strong. Awesome. I give it to Rollins. Rollins is one of my favorites. Uh, Roderick Strong is very good, but he is not one of my favorites. It's simple as that. Uh, <laughs> Sione, a.k.a. the Barbarian, uh, versus Dean Malenko. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Dean Malenko, of course, all day, every day, uh, getting the win. Some great matchups on here. We'll talk about it in a minute. 
Um, Wolfgang versus Amazing Red. I like Wolfgang, one of my favorite parts of NXT UK, him being part of Gallus. Amazing Red, good in Ring of Honor, good in TNA, but to me, never the star. Um, he was never the guy I was like, yeah, Amazing Red. It was Amazing Red was in there with Low Key, and my eyes were drawn to Low Key. Amazing Red was in there with AJ Styles, and my eyes were drawn to AJ Styles. Um, not saying that American Red, American Red, <laughs> Amazing Red was bad. I was thinking of the American Dragon. Um, but he's not the star. I saw star potential in Wolfgang from the jump in the NXT UK tournament. So I'm giving it to Wolfgang. Get it? Got it? Good. Uh, the last matchup of this bracket, well, I said it in the last episode, who I think is the presumptive favorite to win. Though I will say there's, oh, no, no. I see what's going to happen. Oh no. Have I not picked up on this before? Oh. Alright. It's King Mabel versus Lord Steven Regal. Obviously Regal wins. But that means that on this side, the right side of my bracket, there's Regal, there's Malenko. How am I going to do that? Oh, I'm going to be saved. I'm going to be saved. Let me tell you how I'm going to be saved. Okay. So, uh, we're, we're narrowing down from the terrific 256 to the wonderful 128. We, we have established that we're going to do that. And then we'll have the fourth round match. Um, that'll bring us down to 64. At that point, Brandon Banks, I told him in a previous episode, he could make a rule. He came up with a doozy of a rule. Um, and I wasn't... Sure, I was going to love it, but I am now because I think it's going to save me. Um, it better save me. When we get to 64 names, so when each of these 16 pages is down to just four wrestlers, I will make a list of those wrestlers and I will send that list to Brandon Banks. And what Brandon Banks is going to do is he is going to seed them. He is going to rank them, essentially, and we will re-bracket the whole thing. So hopefully I will not have to make the decision of who I like better, Lord Steven Regal or Dean Malenko. That is a um, quarterfinal, semifinal, final match. Like when we get to even 16, when I get to the final 16, I will make that hard decision. But I don't feel like I should have to until then or the Elite Eight. So... That was a roller coaster right there. I went from the lowest low to like the warden calling at 11.59 to save my... Why do they execute people at midnight? Anyways, uh, regardless. Um, okay. All right. I, I seriously was a little panicky. Anyways, let's focus. Um, bracket four. These are the four matchups for round four. Bradshaw versus Ric Flair. Love it. Bulldog versus Ricky Steamboat. Love it, love it, love it. Seth Rollins versus Dean Malenko. Love it all day. Wolfgang versus Lord Steven Regal. Again, that's a pay-per-view. That's, that's four matches that would fit perfectly in a pay-per-view. If you want to add Finley versus Sid Vicious, you want to add Hollywood Hogan versus Minoru Suzuki, you want to add Hakushi versus Adam Bomb on the pre-show, it's a pre-show match. I accept that it's on the pre-show. 
Keith Lee versus whomever. Good. Good golly. This is getting intense, friends. Um, And glancing at the clock, I see we can keep going. We can get at least one more page in. So I'm opening uh, the folder for page five and six. I am pulling out page five. I'm going to take a drink. Calm my body. And we will continue with the Tournament of Nerdiness. Uh, The Sandman versus uh, Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, The Sandman's fine. The Sandman's fine. He was great in ECW early on when they didn't have a ton of talent. The the gimmick, I'm not talking about his wetsuit phase. The gimmick was good. The kendo stick was good. The beer swilling was good. And yes, you could make a case that without the Sandman, there is no Stone Cold Steve Austin. You could make that argument. But very quickly, so many talented wrestlers showed up in ECW that the Sandman became the guy with the beer. There's a reason his entrances lasted so long. That was all he could do. Um, so I'm giving it to Dijakovic. Dijakovic brings me more joy than the Sandman. Uh, Marcus Alexander Bagwell versus Rick Rude. Rick Rude, come on. No contest. Rick Rude, great character. One of the all-time great characters. Um, yeah, easy. Rick Rude wins. Sorry, Marcus Alexander. You did beat Naito, and you did beat the roadie, but Rick Rude easily wins. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Mark Andrews. Jeff Hardy. I'm not even a huge Jeff Hardy fan, but yeah, Jeff Hardy wins. Um, Mark Andrews defeated Bob Backlund, not Mr. Backlund, and then got a bye, which is the only way he made it into the third round. Um, even though he looks like my brother-in-law, which I do appreciate. Ooh, and then a great matchup. Ron Simmons versus Masa Chono. Excellent match. That would be a lot of fun. Maybe we saw it once upon a time. Um, I'm going to give it to Ron. Now i got to stop and think about it. I liked Ron Simmons, but again, wasn't my era, but I've seen enough of it now. I watched all the WCW pay-per-views. I appreciate him. Um, and then he was good in ECW. But then he became Farouk, and he should have become Ron Simmons again once he got kicked out of the nation, but that's neither here nor there. Massachono, I do like... I'm going to give it to Ron Simmons because I've seen more of him, uh, but I do like Massachono. I do. All right. (laughs) Great matchup. Skinner versus The Fiend. Oh, The Fiend. Yeah, without question. The Fiend is... One of the great characters of the last few years, Skinner. I appreciate, but those of you who like Steve Kern probably cringe a little when you think of Skinner. Oh, heart herder. Oh, uh, JBL versus Billy Gunn again. In a just world, this would la- this would be in the thirty top thirty-two or so. Um, two of my favorites, but JBL is JBL, and he gets the win over Billy Gunn in what would be a great matchup. Um, But yeah, it's JBL, without question, to me. Uh, Taz versus Willie Mack. That would be fun. You take Taz right out of ECW in 97, let's say, and take him against Willie Mack. That would be a whole lot of fun, that match. Uh, I love Willie Mack, but Taz is one of the great parts of ECW, uh, so he's got to win that one. And then you've got, hey, there's Farouk. Um, you've got Santino versus Farouk. 
Uh, sorry, Farouk. Sorry. It's, it's the Wrestle in me. Uh, and it's not even the Cobra. He, it's the trombone and the marching and the way he walks and, and just all of it. I, I can't wait to get in, back into the Santino era. The man won the Intercontinental title in his first night. How do you, how do you figure that? Now, granted, you know, you know, but the IC title in the 90s and in the 80s was the stepping stone to world title, to main event status, and they gave it to Santino. So I'm just saying, it's awesome. All right. Uh, we cruise through that. Good for us. I told, I told you in the last episode, we're going to pick up the pace. Uh, here are the round four matchups for page five. Uh, Dijakovic versus Rick Rude would be a lot of fun. Jeff Hardy versus Ron Simmons. A lot of fun. Very different styles. The Fiend versus JBL. Ooh. Ooh. Tough. Would be a great match, but tough. I'm already sweating having to talk that one through in my head. And then Taz versus Santino. <laughs> Which is just... Oh. Oh. Let's go. Let's keep going. Let's finish another page. Let's finish another page. All right. Page six. Doink versus Sami Zayn. I don't know the story with Sami Zayn. I don't know why he's not wrestling. It could be just because he's concerned about his health. It could be other reasons. I don't know. Um, he was just stripped of the IC title. Um... But I like Sami Zayn, but his heel work was like his babyface stuff was good for a while. Then he got to the WWE and kind of became just meh. And then he turned heel and became great. But Doink, Doink, that character, that heel work. And there, yes, then he became a babyface and was goofy and teamed with Dink and Wink and Pink, but. thinking and I'm sure some of you are screaming whether it's one side or the other that this shouldn't be that hard of a decision I'll get no I was gonna give it to Sami Zayn just because of Ryan but doink that character was so great you know an evil clown wrestling character I'm give it to Sami Zayn but I don't feel good about it all right Sami Zayn had more success had a longer career in that character. Um, I don't love that I'm doing it, but I'm doing it. All right? It's head versus heart. I'm going with my head, and my heart hurts because of it. Uh, this one is easy. I love Heidenreich. Don't get me wrong. Love Heidenreich. But Lance Storm is the best. I love Lance Storm. He wins. Uh, the Big Show versus Dr. Tom Pritchard. Great match. Would be a whole lot of fun. Uh, for me, it's The Big Show has brought me more joy over the years um, than Dr. Tom. Kurgan versus Alistair Black. Uh, I got to give it to Alistair Black. Kurgan, very imposing. Maybe when I see him with the oddities, but, you know, he's he's all size and no substance. Um, Barry Horowitz will wrestle Harley Race. Harley Race won the bestie vote in the third round. Uh, Harley Race, yeah, of course, wins. Barry Horowitz had a very good run, defeated Bart Gunn, Defeated Sally Graziano of ECW, but Harley Race easily takes that. Uh, Shane Helms or Marty Skrull. I'm going to go with Shane Helms because I've seen more of him. I think I would really like Marty Skrull, but I need to watch more of him to know for sure. So Shane Helms wins. Uh, ooh, great matchup. AJ Styles versus Tully Blanchard. 
this is the Jeremy rule. But it's also AJ Styles. And whether it was uh, late era WCW or TNA or, you know, he's been everywhere. He's been a part of wrestling for me since college and all the way through to the present day. I got to give it to Styles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Uh, but AJ Styles gets the win. And then it's Prince Puma or Rick Martel, oh, the model. Oh, no, wait, this is the AWA Rick Martel. Hmm. In that case, again, if we're talking about joy, I got to go with Prince Puma because I w- didn't watch AWA Rick Martel. Um, he should have lost to Kama Mustafa in the first round if we're going by joy. The Jeremy role must have played a, a, a game there, too. All right, page six is done. Here are the... Uh, Matchups again. This could make for a fun meat of a pay per view. Sami Zayn versus Lance Storm. Oh, so good. Uh, Big Show versus Aleister Black would be a lot of fun. Great clash of styles. Harley Race versus Shane Helms. Okay, that would be entertaining. Uh, and then AJ Styles versus Prince Puma. Come on, what are you talking about here? Uh, we're six sixteenths of the way through. We did four pages today. That was what I thought we would be getting through. Um, I don't know what the future holds. Maybe it'll be a, take longer to get through some of these. Maybe we'll be quick. I don't know. But that was fun. And we're down to uh, you know round four, some great matchups, some really tough decisions. This This took a lot of reasoning, and I'm glad you came with me on it. Uh, whether you agree or disagree, uh, it was a fun ride. Thank you for listening. This chapter is closed. I'm DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. We will see you the next time we go by the book.